I know it has spoken to somebody and I know it has it has set you in the right position for you to receive and and, and those of you that are watching online no, I, I thank God for your life. Amen. I, I want you to know that you are joining us by accident. Yes, and even as you are listening, Jesus. not the, by the might of man, mm -hmm. but through the power of God, yes, you are going to experience mm -hmm. a tangible miracle, tangible change yes, in, 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 in your atmosphere. Jesus. Father, we pray, yes, thanking you for this moment. Amen. We bless your name. Yes, that even as we are about to, Lord, even as we are about to, Lord, to to speak we pray for utterance Amen. we pray that you stir the oil Amen. we thank you holy spirit Amen. that you are going to speak to that mother Amen. you are going to speak to that child of yours Amen. you are going to speak to that husband Amen. you are going to speak to that person Amen. lord in the name of jesus Amen. who has lost hope who has lost hope who is losing faith i pray holy ghost that you do your own thing that jesus christ be glorified even this moment Amen. thank you father yes, in jesus name amen, amen. amen. hallelujah you amen. may be seated and we want to thank god we want to bless the name of god this afternoon you are hearing us live from from fambra which is in hampshire in the united kingdom and um it it is god has blessed us with the good weather today and it's lovely. I don't know where you are. Maybe it's nighttime where you are watching me. Maybe you are watching me from India or any part of the world where it's nighttime. God bless you for joining. Remember, you are not here by accident. Stay with us and the Lord is going to visit you. The Lord is going to touch you. Even as I'm speaking, the Holy Ghost will minister to you. Hallelujah. Because we are not talking with empty words. We are backed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me? So just stay with us and God is going to visit you through his word. Our The title of our message is Keeping Hope Alive. Keeping Hope Alive. But we want to look at a man called Samson. A man called Samson. Keeping Hope Alive. But we want to look at a man called Samson. You know, hope. What is hope? Hope shows you the outcome of a situation. Like right now, whatever situation in which you are, you need faith to accept the situation. But you need hope to see the outcome of the situation. So, so hope shows you the outcome of, of the situation. If you have hope, you will endure. Job chapter 14 verse 14. Job chapter 14 verse 14. Job chapter 14, verse 14. I want to encourage somebody that is watching me through this coronavirus for the past eight months or so. A lot of people, including Christians, we have not been exempted from this pandemic, but we have been exempted. I want you to know, though we have not physically been exempted, we have been spiritually exempted. And by reason... Of the promise of God I want you to know that don't look at your current situation and make permanent decisions mm. don't look at your current situation have hope that whatever it is that you are looking to have as an expected it shall not fall short Amen. for God's word Jesus. will be performed yes, he said I will accomplish that which I have said Amen. my words will not fall to the ground mm. and be void my words will accomplish that which mm. I've purposed Amen. to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Job 14, verse 14. Job chapter 14, verse 14. If a man dies, shall he live again? Mm -hmm. All the days of my hard service, I will wait till my change comes. Amen. I came to announce to somebody that God is telling you, mm. Maybe you're on the verge of giving up. Mm. Maybe you are, you, you are lost hope. You see, hope, I told you that hope mm. shows you the outcome of a situation. That's right. So now you have lost hope. Mm. You can't see the outcome anymore. Mm -hmm. 
you can't see the outcome anymore. So you are about to give up. But God is saying to you this morning, that this afternoon, that you are to wait until what? The time changes. The time what changes. Because change is going to come. Change. You are going through is a season. Whatever we are going through, it is a season. And seasons come and go. He said, joy cometh in the morning. But weeping endureth for the night. Meaning that there is a time for enduring hardship. The problem is that many of us don't want to endure in our night seasons. You don't want to endure in your night seasons, but you want to enjoy the morning. You don't want to say weeping. That means the situation will make you cry. It's not because we have faith we don't cry. It's not because we have pain. The thing doesn't pain us. It pains us. All that is happening, even let's look at this coronavirus. Everything that is happening, is it not paining all of us? It's not, it's not just unbelievers. It's paining us even as Christians. We are all weeping. Our children didn't go to school. The unbelievers' children didn't go to school. We were all weeping. We were all crying. But today, as I'm speaking in the UK now, a change has come. And the children are in school. And so I want to let you know that it is not going to be forever. There is a time appointed by God that the change will happen. But between the now and the time of change is patience. It's patience. Patience is what you need now. Patience is what? What you need now. Patience is what you need now. And patience is a product of hope. Faith dwells in the heart. When you hear God's word, when you hear God's promises, faith arises in your heart. Faith arises in your heart. But hope is of the mind. Hope is a kind of mental attitude that that shows you uh, that gives you an expectancy of the expected end you have an expectancy of of a good end that something good is going to happen i believe that god is going to do something good after the coronavirus yeah i have that hope that it is not over (coughs) it is not what over Over. hallelujah praise him praise him so I want you to understand this. Mm. This is our month of visitation. Mm. Our month of what? Visitation. visitation. We are believing and we are trusting God. Mm. Visit us. We are believing and trusting God to visit us. Visit us. And we showed you last week how God visits. If mm. God is going to visit, mm. Jesus says something. Mm. Just as the Father has sent me, mm. so do I send right. you. So let's let's look at that scripture. Mm. Give it to us. Just as the Father sent mm. has sent me, mm. so do I what? Send I send you. you. Mm. The situation, if it's going to change, God will send his word mm. to you first. And based on his word, faith was now. Mm. As the word comes, you must receive faith. Mm. Faith is now. Faith is action. Mm. You do it now. See, based on the word, you take an action that will lead you mm. to your end. Based on the word you hear, you must take an action that will lead you to what? Your mm. expectation. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus alive. Mm. John chapter number 20, verse number 21. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. Mm-hmm. Right. As the Father has sent me, Jesus. even so I am sending you. Amen. So I am. <coughs> even so do I what? I send you. Romans 5 verse 5. Mm. Jesus. Romans chapter number 5 verse number 5. Mm-hmm. And hope does not put us to shame. Hope does not what? Put us to shame. Hallelujah. Hope does not put us to shame. Mm. How can a man have hope mm. in God? Mm. A man that can see his end through the eyes of God. Mm. How can he be disappointed? Mm. How can you be disappointed? It's a hope that's not what? Disappoint. Mm, 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 mm. Continue. <coughs> For hope does not put us to shame. Uh-huh. Because mm. God's love has been poured into our hearts uh-huh. through the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit. Who has been given unto us. Amen. So you see, the Holy Spirit is the agent of mm. what? <coughs> is the agent that brings about hope. Mm. Mm. You cannot tell me that you have lost hope. 
and you still have the Holy Spirit. It's a lie. The Holy Spirit, he pours about the love of God in our heart. And that love of God lets you have that assurance that because he loves me, I will see what he has shown me. We are serving a God who sees the end of a matter from the beginning. He sees the end of a matter from the beginning. As we are here, God has seen the end of our lives from the beginning. God has seen how glorious he's made our lives. He saw the end of David. He said, David, you are a king. I have found my man, David, and I have made him king. But this boy was in the backside of the desert. He was in the backside of the desert. And, 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 and nobody knew him. But between that time and the day he became king of Israel, he had to work patience. Patience had to be worked out to him. That's why he had to serve several positions. Some people, you want it too quick. You are not prepared for it. God can see that you are not ready to handle that which you are asking for. God is saying to you, have patience. Hallelujah. He said, read Romans 5, verse 5. Read it for me again. Romans chapter number 5, verse number 5. Reading from the New King James Version. Uh-huh. Now, hope does not disappoint. Hope does not disappoint. Because when I- you feel disappointed, it's because you've lost hope. Mm. When you feel disappointed, it's, it's because Lord, when, 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 when God said, I regret mm. in making man, God was saying that the end of man was just distraction. That was all God could see. Right. You see, that is why God destroyed it. That's why God destroyed the human. He destroyed the world and had to recreate it again mm. through one man. That's right. Yes. Yes. So, you see, it's a hope that's not disappoint. Hope does not what? Disappoint. Because a person that has hope a person that has hope is ready to endure. Are you hearing me? A person that has hope is ready to endure, is ready to wait, is prepared to suffer the despisement whilst he's waiting. Wow. Yes. They will insult you, but you are ready to endure. They will insult you. They say, Ah, what are you doing? They will even tell you, Hey, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you still with um, this, this foolish man? You can have a mother come and tell the child that, why are you still with this foolish man? Why are you still with this foolish uh, woman? Why? You should leave. Things will get better. Mm. They will tell you. But they don't know that what God has put together, no man can put us in. Mm. And God has ordained it that you two must pass through this and build something that is known as patience together. We need patience. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We need what? Patience. Patience. Matthew chapter 5 verse 4. Matthew chapter number 5 verse number 4. Reading from the New King James Version. Mm -hmm. Blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. As you are mourning, it means in your time of uh, despisement. The Bible says Jesus Christ he endured the shame. Why is it that in your own case, you don't want to endure any shame? So you don't have a new car. People are laughing at you. Oh, you have been a pastor. Look, there was a time I was driving a Micra. As a pastor, I was driving a Micra. Somebody came, another, this is another so-called pastor. He came and he looked at my car. He came to visit one day. He looked at my car and said, mm, man of God, this one, it doesn't fit your status. He told me that. This, because he was driving a Jaguar. He was right. Today, this guy's ministry is non-existent. It has collapsed. With my micro driving, I'm still alive. I'm still here. I'm still preaching. Where is his ministry now? It is no more. We are searching for him on Facebook. He's no more. We are looking for him on the physical address. He's no more. He's no more. But he had the audacity. When I was despising the shame, I had patience to wait. Yes. If you don't have patience, you will do foolish things. You have to endure. Let them insult you. Sister, you don't have a husband now. It does not matter. Better be holy than to go and do this boyfriend-girlfriend thing. 
You see, people who don't wait, men will use you, abuse you, and dump you. Yes. They will use you, abuse you, because you can't wait. But if you wait, God will bring unto you your own Boas. God will bring unto you your own what? Boas. If you cannot wait, if you cannot endure, you're a young person. You can't endure the shame. You're afraid that your friends will say you're a Christian. You can endure the stigmatization that is associated with being a Christian now. They say you dress weird. They say you speak weird. They say you do things as if you are, you know, you are of a certain generation. You are not of the Instagram and the WhatsApp and the Snapchat generation. Tell them I like it too. I like it like that. Because you, you have to endure. Those people who don't endure, they sleep around. Young people, instead of giving their life to Jesus Christ, they are sleeping around doing all sorts of things. Because they can't endure. Today, God is telling you that keep hope what? Alive. Keep hope alive. You must, you must, let, let me try and define, find a dictionary meaning of hope and faith. The Bible talks about, about a certain man, which we are going to talk about. Have you found it? Hope. A feeling of expectation uh -huh. and desire for a particular thing. To we happen. have expectation. You see, it is an expectation. And what has God said about expectation? That's when you come to read in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. I know the thoughts I'm thinking towards you to bring you to what? Your expectation. And your expectation is your hope. It's your hope. It's, an, it's, it's our hope. It's our hope. You see, we, we don't grow in hope, but we grow in faith. Because the destination is one. As long as, long as you can see the destination, you can see the expectation. It's, it's one. You can't change it. But, but you need faith. The word of God. Always. You need to be growing in it. And the more you grow, the quicker it takes you. And the faster it takes you to the expected end. And as you are going through, well, as you are going to your expected end, God is not saying that you will have it easy. You will experience trials. You will experience temptations. You will experience all kinds of problems. You will experience ups and downs. But the Bible says, count it all joy. My brothers, count it all joy. As you go through diverse kinds of what, trials, you will be tried. Your patience will be tried. My goodness, your patience will be tried. You will be saying, oh God. You will be tempted to say, oh God. But when, when, when? But you should know that 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 when you look onto the hills, you must always see that your help not comes from the hills, your help cometh from God, Amen. who made the heavens yes. and the earth. Yes. You see, I will look up onto the hills. Amen. What are you looking up onto? What are you looking up to? <coughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus alive. First Peter 1 13. First Peter chapter number one verse number thirteen, reading from the King James version. Mm -hmm. Therefore, gild up your loins of your mind, uh -huh. be sober, and rest your hope. Gird up what? Your mind. Your mind. Mm -hmm. You see, this is why we are talking about faith. Uh, faith is of the heart. Right. Hope is of the mind. Mm -hmm. You must purposely, purposely construct a positive mindset a hopeful and op optimistic mindset wow. have it mm. that is hope have it have it and it is it is from your mind your mind so so is a get what get up the loins of your mind uh -huh. be sober <coughs> and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought brought to you rest your hope rest what your hope Fully upon the grace uh -huh. that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. We must rest our hope. Rest. See, this is using Jesus' coming as an as, as an example. Because as we are here, many people don't believe that Jesus is coming back again. Mm. Many people don't believe that Jesus even existed. Mm. 
But we as Christians, we are saying he's coming back, the second coming back of Jesus mm. Christ. But have you seen it with your eyes? No. It's just based on what you have heard and read. And based on what you have heard and read, he said, now get what? The loins of your mind. The loins of your mind. Let your mind be gathered together. Some of you have got scattered brain. Your brain is all over the place, panicking and seeing things in the way that is not supposed. Guard your minds. Mm. Get your minds steady. Mm. Stop all this panicking. Bring your mind. Bring your mind. Let your mind be steady. There is a mindset that mm. you must have. Mm. And this is the mind of Christ. That's right. Who the Bible says that he foresaw the joy that was set uh, mm. uh, ahead of him. He despised, he, he, not, he, he despised whatever was called his glory. And he chose to endure the shame and the despisement of men. Mm. Even to the point of what? A shameful, disgraceful death. Wow. Wow. On the cross. cross. Get your mind. Jesus had made his mind up. He, and that was a positive attitude he had. That is why he could go and he was being whipped. He was being questioned. He was being ridiculed. And he will not open his mouth because his mind was set. It's a mindset. It is to do with your mind. What is your mind set on? Your mind is set on the current situation. You are looking at the current situation. I said it to them in the first service. When you have hope, in the midst of the storm, you will sleep. You can sleep. Because you're, it's, not that you are, it's not that you are foolish. It's not that you are not whatever. Jesus wasn't foolish because he was sleeping. No, 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 no. He knew that whatever be the case, this boat will not sink me. I am crossing. Powerful. And his mind was made up. So once your mind is made up, see, faith, you have heard, and your mind is made up. You, you, you act your faith out. And, it's, and, and then it takes you to your hope. And it didn't happen. They were not, he said, that's why he thought, you of little faith. Me, what I have seen is that we are all crossing. Paul said, when they were experiencing a turbulent time on the waters in a ship, he said, an angel of the Lord who stood by me said that nobody is going to die. Nobody is going to die. So he had hope. He had hope. Get your minds. Get what? Your minds. Don't let your mind become a scatterbrain. And your minds can become scattered based on what you are feeding your mind with. What you are watching, what you are hearing. If it doesn't generate faith, it will scatter your brain. It will scatter your mind. Yes. Guard your mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't talk like how the word talks. Don't speak like how the word speaks. It is time to practice Christianity. Practically practice the thing. Don't say that in my own case, God will understand for your, for, for your lack of what? Hope and your lack of faith. I was telling them, there are three things, faith, love, and hope. That's right. And they're all intertwined, interrelated, and they are all needed. You can't say you have faith and you don't have hope. You can't say you have hope without faith because you need faith to get hope. And for all, for faith and hope to work, it must operate in love. Are you seeing that there? It must operate in love. Hallelujah. I pray for somebody that God will open your eyes. That the way your mind is all scattered all over the place, not stayed and focused on God. Your mind will be gathered together right now as I'm speaking. Your mind is scattered concerning the children. Your mind is scattered concerning the marriage. Your mind is scattered concerning the business. Your mind is scattered concerning your career, your education. Your mind is scattered. You don't see a way out. You're, you're just seeing other things. And you call it thinking. You call it maturity. My friend, you are just wasting. You see, this is worrying. This is another definition for worrying. And God forbids us from doing that. Keep your mind rather focused. Stayed, gathered together because the enemy is prowling like a lion, seeking whom he might destroy, seeking whom he might devour. Give him your mind, he will take you. He's throwing fairy darts, fairy darts, fairy darts to scatter your mind, to cause your mind and your thinking to be a certain way. Why are people killing themselves? Why are people becoming depressed? Why are people so stressed? Their minds are all scattered. They cannot stay focused on hope and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. 
what he has said concerning them. Job said, I know my Redeemer liveth. I know my Redeemer what? Liveth. And when he was saying this, he had lost all his children. He has lost everything about that. He said, I know he could still see a way forward, a way out. His mind was focused and stayed towards God. What is your mind focused on? See, the mind, the mind is a great asset. If it is subjected to the Holy Ghost leading. He said, guard your minds. Let your minds be guarded. Bring it together and guide it. It becomes a great asset. So, you see, instead of seeing things that are negative, when your mind is guided by the Holy Ghost, you only, you see, you are optimistic. You are a half full person, not half empty. You are always positive. It can be, do. you have a can-do spirit. This is what differentiated jo Jacob and uh, Joshua and Caleb. Yeah, the mindset. They were seeing the same things, but the mindset was different. They had hope. They said, no, we can destroy these people. Jesus. Oh, we can destroy them. Oh. The others, their minds were all scattered. They were looking at other things that are not supposed to be looked at. You see, there, there, there is a skill that is called the art of getting your mind. Mm. Putting your mind in a certain framework that nothing can dissuade me. I am fully persuaded about my church. Nobody can change my mind. I am fully persuaded about heaven. Nobody. It is a mindset. It is stuck. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of thinking. It gives you hope. It gives you hope. That's right. He said, I have seen their what? He said, I have been a child. But now I am old. But, but I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. It's a mindset. Read that scripture for me. Uh -huh. Psalm 37, read it. I have been young, mm -hmm. and now I'm old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. Nor his seed what? Begging. Psalm 35 verse what? 37 verse 37. Mm. He said, I have what? Be young. Be young. And now I'm old. Uh -huh. I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. Nor his seed what? Begging for bread. The verse 23 says, mm. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he falls, my goodness, mm. though the righteous man falls, a righteous man can be down. Jeez. But he's still a favorite of God. A righteous man might be looked at. He's being pressed down by the enemy. Pressed down by circumstances. Pressed down by situations. But he's still a favorite of God. He said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The Lord wants the righteous man to experience something. That will generate patience. And lead him to his expected end. He said. He said. He, and he delights in his way. Though he fall. He shall not be utterly cast down rejoice not over me my enemy you think that i am finished but do not rejoice because i am not utterly cast down god is pressing me down to the level of my ability but he's not going to kill me though he slay me the bible said that though he slay me yet will i what though he slay me yet will i fear him yet will i fear him so you might fall. That's why the Bible says that God will not let what uh, uh, not let you have a temptation or a trial that is beyond your ability. Final scripture. That is beyond what your ability. He will only push you as far as He God has weighed you. He has weighed all of us, our hearts. He has weighed us. He knows you can carry it. He knows you are able to do it. He has weighed you. Is it the marriage that's a problem? Is it your husband that's a problem? Is it your wife that's a God has weighed you. He knows you can handle it. This is not a time to give up. Jesus. Stay focused. Mm. I see you smiling in the marriage. Amen. It is just a matter of time. Jesus. I see you rejoicing and yeah. saying, this is what I signed for. Yes, this is what I, I perceived. Jesus. When I was married, this is what I knew was going to happen. Oh, when you were driving your nice cars, yes. when you are driving your nice house, it is going to happen. Mm. Just give God the time right. and give God the time to work on you. Mm. Are you hearing me? Yes. Have you found it? First Corinthians chapter number 10, mm -hmm. verse number 13. Mm -hmm. 
no temptation uh -huh. has overtaken you mm -hmm. except such as in common to man. Yes. But God is faithful. God is faithful. Who will not allow you. He will not allow you. To be tempted beyond. Beyond. What you are able. What you are able. But with the temptation. Uh-huh. Will also make He a will way. always make a way. God will make a way. Amen. A way for escape. Don't You don't know the God you are serving. If you know the God you are serving, you will never lose hope. You will not talk foolishly. You will not open your mouth and blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. You will get your mind together and you will have hope. Are you hearing me? Yes. The time has come. This coronavirus, it is showing us, all of us as Christians, pastors, apostles, whatever you call it, God wants to see, are you practically living what you say you are? Wow. Are you who you say you are? Mm. Some people, when they see when they see others, then they, they have a different way of behavior. Mm. They behave differently. Mm. When they are among fellow Christians, then they start behaving. Oh, sister, praise him. Oh, brother, praise the Lord. Oh, sister. They talk their talk. They behave their, their behavior. But let them move away. You will see a different person. You will see a different person. This coronavirus, it has come to drag out. Are you who you say you are? Yeah, because even this thing, eh, some as I told you, some people they, they they have stopped preaching now. I know somebody that now is rather into other some 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 things I can't I can't comprehend. My mind can't comprehend. You have left the the high calling of preaching and you are doing some ridiculous things now. I don't know. A waste of data. <laughs> I I don't know because you see you see the the coronavirus has drawn. Were you really called in the first place? Were you really called? Are you truly a Christian? Because this is the time you are seeing those who are in church now. Those who are Christians, they are in church, they are watching. They are at home. They say, this is church time. But the coronavirus has brought out us for us to see those who are with us and those who are not with us. Mm. Those who are for God and those who are not for God. This virus, it has shown us my eyes has opened wide. The scales has fallen off. I am beginning to see certain things in a different light now. The coronavirus, it has brought... Are you a wife? Are you a husband? That is why domestic abuse has increased. Before you were living a lie. You were living a lie. Now you are together. You are forced to stay in the same house together. Are you really a husband? Are you really a wife? They end up beating each other. They end up insulting each other. Even... And let me tell you, don't tell me it's because of lack of money. You don't need money to be happy. You don't need money to have the joy of the Lord. You don't need happy to enjoy each other's company. You, 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 even Kanye West and the, the wife. Handsome man, beautiful woman. Money, they are billionaires. They are billionaires. But during the coronavirus, they said they, could, they, they can't handle it. So they split. They went to live in different places. They said, no, the pressure is too much. And you live in a in maybe like a seven bedroom house where every house has got a toilet, and you are still stressed. And me in my in my two bedroom or three bedroom, I am happy. Coronavirus has shown us what is really in you, who you really are, the Christian that you say you are. We are seeing it because those who are true and genuine Christians and those who are true church members of Salvation Clinic, for instance, they are they are watching. But those who are not, they are busy doing their own thing. They are at work. They are doing whatever. How can you be taking shift on... God has tested you. He has weighed your heart. And he has found you wanting. And so, and just like an inscription came upon the wall, when, 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 when this Babylonian hidden kings were celebrating, a writing, a writing came on the wall. And he said, many, many, take care of what? He said, and and the, and, 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 and the meaning came. They went to call Daniel to come and explain to them. What is the meaning of this? And you will be surprised what the meaning was. He said, you have been weighed. You have been weighed. Am oh my God. Many of you, the coronavirus has shown what you have your hope in. Your hope is in your money. Your hope is in your strength. Your own strength. Your hope is in your beauty. Your hope is in your education. Your hope is because you have some money in your account. Find that scripture quickly and read it for me. 
Some of you suddenly as I am speaking for I came here with the prophetic unction suddenly a hand is writing in your life makuda sadikaya a hand is writing in your life you are being found wanted you are is a hand is writing god has weighed you when you are in your foolishness enjoying and thinking that you made what you have done the coronavirus has shown a lot of things read it Suddenly, mm-hmm. the fingers of a human hand uh-huh. appeared, appeared and wrote on the plaster of the wall uh-huh. near the lampstand mm-hmm. in the royal palace. Yes. The king watched the hand as it wrote. His face turned pale and he was frightened that his legs be- became weak mm-hmm. and his knees were knocking. The king summoned the enchanters, astrologers, and diviners. Then he said to these wise men <coughs> of Babylon, Whoever reads this writing and tells me what it means will be clothed in purple mm-hmm. and have a gold chain placed around his neck and he will not be made the third but the highest ruler in the kingdom. Uh-huh. Then all the king's wise men came in but they could not read the writing or tell the king what it meant. So King Belshazzar became even more terrified and his face grew more pale and his nobles were baffled. The queen, hearing the voice of the king and his nobles, came into the banquet hall. Uh-huh. May the king live forever, she said. Don't be alarmed. Don't look so pale. There is a man in your kingdom who has the spirit of the holy God uh-huh. in him. Uh-huh. In time of your father. There is a man mm, in, your kingdom in your kingdom who has the spirit of God. That's right. You see, I am here not by my power. Mm. I am here filled with the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I don't care how you want to see me. Because, and it's not boasting. Mm. This is not boasting. The Bible said, those who want to boast, Jesus. let them boast in the Lord. That's right. and, and I'm not boasting. Jesus Christ went to the temple and said, mm. the Spirit of God right. is upon me. Mm. He has anointed me. Was he boasting? Mm. When you are anointed, you know. Right. I came here to tell you prophetically, yeah. under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, yeah. Lord. Mm. I am going to show you that the writing is on the wall now. Mm. The writing is on the from this September, October, November. The writing is on the wall, mm. and you are going to hear news. Mm. Maybe you will not be too glad to hear mm. that news. <laughs> Glory to God. But I jump to verse 13. Uh-huh. So Daniel was brought before the king, and the king said to him, Are you Daniel, one of the exiles my father, the, the king, brought from Judah? Uh-huh. I've heard that the spirit of the gods is in you and that you have insight, intelligence, and outstanding uh-huh. wisdom. The wise men and enchanters were brought before me to read this writing and tell me what it means, but they could not explain. Now I have heard that you are able to give interpretations and to solve difficult problems. Solve difficult problems. And if you can read this writing and tell me what it means, you will be clothed in purple. Men of God have been assigned to solve difficult problems. Mm. To and, solve difficult problems. And you will be made the third highest ruler in the kingdom. <clears throat> Daniel answered the king, you may keep your gifts for mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. and give your reward to someone else. Give it to someone else. We are not here. We are not into this for money, for mm. personal aggrandizement. That is not what we are here for. Mm. Nevertheless, mm-hmm. I will read the writing for the king and tell him what it means. Your Majesty, the Most High God gave your father Nebuchadnezzar sovereignty and greatness and glory and splendor. Mm-hmm. Because of the high position he gave him, uh-huh. all the nations and people... Sister, every- because of what God has done for you, mm. because of God, what God has done for you, mm. you can become exalted. Mm. Like Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, who lost his mental faculty because mm. of this. Mm. All the nations and peoples of every language dreaded and feared him. Mm. Those the king wanted to put to death, he put to death. Those he wanted to spare, he spared. Those he wanted to promote, he Okay, promoted. so go, go to where he's explaining about... Verse 25. But you, Belshazzar, mm-hmm. his son, have not humbled yourself, though you knew all, that, all this. Instead, you have set yourself up against... 25. 25, verse 25. But you, Daniel chapter 5, verse 25, mm-hmm. it says, 
this is the inscription. This is the inscription that was written. That was written. Mene mene paresen. Here is what the words. This is what is some of you the writings are on the wall. Mm. Stand by, because in this month are dangerous, terrible, difficult times that are coming, and the writings are on the mm. wall. The days of Nebuchadnezzar when he was enjoying and doing all sort of nonsense. Now God's hand has stretched out. Jesus. Through, through the message that you are hearing. Mm. He's saying the writing is on the wall. Put it on. He said, what did he say? He said, mene, mene, what? Tekel Pese. Yes. Yeah. And, and what is the meaning of it? Mene, God has numbered the days. God has numbered what? The days. The days of your reign. Of your reign. Sister, your boasting, your arrogance, all this pride that you have, there is a, a, a numbering of those days. Mm. I want to tell you, mm. there is a numbering of those days. The coronavirus has God has weighed you through the coronavirus for whether you are who you said you are, whether you whether you whether you say you are a wife, we are seeing it now. Whether you say you are a husband, we are seeing it now. Whether you say you are a Christian, we are seeing now. the coronavirus has brought out everything that God has God needs to see and needs to weigh. He has He has done it already, and now His hand is out. He said, "You have been what weighed. Your days have been numbered." Ah, Kadusa Bados. Your name, your days have been numbered. Mm. Your days of foolishness have been numbered. Takel, mm. you have been weighed on the scale. You have been weighed on the scale. And found wanting. You have been found wanting. You have been weighed on the scale. Because in this time when you were supposed to be praying more, mm. Pastor, you were sleeping. Mm. In this time when you were supposed to be fasting more, Pastor, you were eating. In this time when you were supposed Christian, in, Christian sister, in this time when you were supposed to be studying, God made it such that. Mm. You, you 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 are not you can't go anywhere. You are just supposed to stay in your what were you doing? Netflixing yourself. You have been weighed and and, 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 and you have been what? The days have been counted. I am telling you the truth. The hand of the Lord is now out and it's a writing upon you. Nothing has changed. You were supposed to be on fire now for God. Pastor, you are supposed to be so 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 anointed, filled with the Holy Ghost, spending time and waiting on God. Same level. You are still on the same level. Praying the same old way. Nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. Perez, your kingdom is divided. Your kingdom is now divided. Your marriage is about to be divided. Mm. If you don't take it. Some people, it has already started. Though. It has already started. Their marriages are being divided. Because when God gave you the opportunity to be a wife, to be a husband, to stay together, to spend time, you, 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 you rather chose to do foolish things. You rather chose to spend it in, in not having hope, not getting your mind together, choosing to behave in an abominable way. When God gave you time, he said, I want you to come to me. I want you to spend time with me. I have shut everything down. You see, the, 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 the good thing about it is that when they shut everything down, then they came out to say, oh, you can go for exercise. Ah, did you take advantage of that? To go out to even pray. Did you take advantage of that? No. What did you take? You said, I want more shifts. I, because greed, 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 that is what is killing you. You are too greedy. You, you you love money more than God. You, it is with your lips that you are just saying, I love God, but you don't love God. You don't know him whom you are serving or you are worshipping. Coronavirus has brought out the realities. I am telling you the truth. It has, it has God has used it to bring out, to weigh us. Husband, have you been faithful to, 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 to your wife? Have you been faithful? Have you been, this is a time you're supposed to spend even with your children. Have you been a good daddy? Have you been a good mommy? Have you been? You have been weighed. You have been numbered. And this is what God is telling you. Coronavirus. Yes. It has been a trial, a trying time. It has been a time where God is pressing up. He said, though he slays me, but he hasn't killed us. He's pushing us through discipline and, and uh, he said, Jesus learned obedience through what? Suffering. suffering. Through suffering. He wants to see what mind do you have? And you have been found wanting. You have been weighed and you have been found wanting. Your prayer life hasn't changed. Your plan, uh, 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 prayer time hasn't increased. Nothing has changed. What else more do you want God to do? What else more? This coronavirus, what else more do you want God to do? 
Stop coming to pray ignorance prayer. Come, stop coming to you know all this, all these things before the coronavirus and it's blessing, blessing, blessing. Please don't bring it again. Don't bring it. We 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 we, we are serious in the spirit because this is a time for what? This is a time for 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 salvation. Because if you don't take care before you are where the rapture has, has come and like a foolish virgin you'll be caught out. You'll be caught out. The rapture can happen any moment from now. So you keep on. He says your days and you are being warned today. You are being warned today. If you should die today, can you say that I gave all my best? I did all that I could do as a Christian to help build the body of Christ in church, as a pastor, as, as a leader, as an apostle, as a prophet, whatever. Can you say I did my best? Mene, mene. Take care of what? Take care. Perez, Your kingdom is divided. Your kingdom is divided. And given to the maidens. And it is given to another. And the patient. A Vashti will be replaced by an Esther. Hey. Yes. That's what is happening. That's what is happening. But God is merciful. If you will change and repent. And now let your mind begin to focus on the right thing. He's merciful. Mm, merciful. I say he's merciful. Amen. He's merciful. Amen. God is merciful. Amen. He said, get what? Your mind. Get your mind. Get your mind. Get what? Your mind. Get your mind. Uh -huh. Get up the loins of your mind. Mm -hmm. Be sober. Be and very sober. Your hope. And rest your hope. Fully upon the grace. Fully upon your grace. That is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Yes. First Thessalonians 1, verse 2 and 3. First Thessalonians chapter number 1, 2 and 3. Uh -huh. We give thanks to God. We give thanks to God. For you all. Yes. Making mention of you in our prayers. Yes, that's what we do. Remembering without ceasing uh -huh. your work of faith. Your work of faith. Labor of love. Uh -huh. And patience of hope. Patience of hope in the Lord Jesus. In the Christ, Lord Jesus Christ. In the sight of our God and Father. Yeah, patience of hope. Patience of hope. Patience of hope. Now there was a man called Samson. This man had uh, he, he he had no patience of hope. This man in Genesis, in Genesis, uh, I Genesis, in Judges chapter thirteen. See, the day of visitation came upon the Israelites. God answered their hardship by giving them a man. His circumstances of birth was special. And when he grew up, he was supposed to be a Nazarite. Many of us are, are like something. God is looking, looking at you right now. You have so much potential, but it becomes wasted. You don't fulfill destiny. You don't fulfill anything. I am here to fulfill destiny. I am my hope is showing me the end. And I'll stick with it. Amen. My mind will be positive about it. Mm. My hope is not based on just positive thinking about myself, but it is positive thinking based on the word of God. Word of God. It's a difference. Mm. Judges chapter number 13, verse number 5. For behold, no, start from verse 1. Judges chapter number 13, starting from the verse number 1. Mm -hmm. Again, the children of Israel did evil in the sight they of the Lord. They did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines. The Lord delivered them into the hand of... It is evil that causes you to be delivered into the hands of the Philistines. Mm -hmm. For 40 years. Uh -huh. Now there was a certain man from Zorah of the family of the Danatai, mm -hmm. whose name was Manoah. Mm -hmm. And his wife was barren and had no children. Verse number three. And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman yes. and said to her, Indeed, now you are barren and have born no children, mm -hmm. but you shall conceive and bear a son. You shall conceive and bear what? A son. Mm -hmm. And what? Now, therefore, Please be careful mm -hmm. not to drink wine yes. or similar drink yes. and not to eat anything unclean. You want the breakthrough, but you don't. You are not willing to 
accept the conditions, the terms of holiness. You, you want the breakthrough, but you don't want to accept the conditions that come with it. He said, you shall have what a son. And he did say his, his name will be what? Samson. Did he mention it there? In the verse number five, he mm -hmm. says, For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, mm -hmm. and no razor shall come upon no his razor head, shall come upon his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite. He shall be a Nazarite. To the to God from the womb. From the womb. And he shall begin to deliver Israel out he, of the house He of shall the begin to deliver the his people of Israel. You see, something was sent as a visitation of God to the people of Israel. Amen. He was sent as a visitation of God. But you see, something is also like like right now eh you have been sent as a visitation of god into your family you have been sent as a visitation of god among your colleagues young girl young 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 man you have been sent to be a deliverer a savior of souls somebody that is bringing people to jesus christ but because many of us don't want to pay the price the price of sanctified and what holy living he said this is the will of god even your sanctification to, to you are not prepared for it you become like a something full of potential but nothing you are just empty talk see there was something that was a character flaw in something the bible says that something something he loved strange women something loved strange women he loved what? Strange women. He, he, he went to marry a, a non, the people that is not from amongst them. When you are a Samson, you are a Christian. All right. But you love certain things that will destroy the very destiny, the very expected end that God wants to see in your life. You love certain things that will kill your destiny. You become like a Samson. You will love strange things abominable things things that god has purposely told don't do it that is what you find yourself doing as something of a christian and the bible says that something very strange happened to something he even he married and then he fell in love with another strange woman called delilah called delilah something a christian represents a christ something represents a christian that loses hope cannot see his expected end he just jokes with his christianity jokes with what god wants him to do because he could have reigned in israel for as long as he wanted and god's plan was that i have given you to these people so that you can become a judge over them and i have anointed you with a certain power he took it for granted like many of you you are taking your christianity for granted God has sent you into that family for a reason. God has sent you into the family of your wife, your husband, for a reason. Judges 16, verse number 4. Mm -hmm. Afterward, it happened that he loved a woman. He loved a woman. In the valley Sister, what are you loving? Oh? What are you loving that is going to kill you? See, begin to see that this is not it. God has got an expected end. That is expecting us. At the end of the day, we all want to. The, the greatest expectation is that we all want to make heaven. But you, the way you are living your life, you won't make heaven. Because no thief will say, I'm not saying it. I'm not judging you. He said, No thief will enter. No adulterer will enter. No fornicator will enter. Nobody that has an idol or worship idols will enter. But you, money is your idol. Your job has become your idol. Your children have become an idol. Yet you say you want to enter to heaven. Which heaven? You are a Samson. You are joking. You are not prepared to sacrifice and live a holy Nazarite life, a holy filled, holy spirit filled life. You are not ready to do that, and you are loving certain things that you are not supposed to love. You are following certain things that you're not supposed to, to, to. When we talk, you are angry. The writing is already on the wall, the writing is already on the wall. Stand by, you will hear with your own ears, you will see. Read it for me. He loved a certain woman. Afterward, it happened that uh, Judges chapter number 16, verse mm. number 4. Uh -huh. Afterward, it happened that he loved a woman in the valley of Surak, uh -huh. whose name was Delilah. Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, Entice him. Okay, read, read 16, 19 for me. 
Judges chapter number 16, mm-hmm. verse number 19. Then she lured him. She lured him. Something is luring you from God. Today you don't take services even serious. You stop giving. You see, you must, whatever you used to do before the, this is the time that coronavirus has really tested. God has used to test you. What? Some of you, because you don't physically come to stand and give, it means that your giving was only for show. You were doing it only for the praises of men. Because if you are doing it really from your heart and with understanding and for the praise of God, without any force or whatever, you will still be doing it, but you have stopped. Something else is enticing you. KFC is enticing you. Wigs are enticing you. Shoes are enticing you. Young girl, young woman, what are you spending your money? What is enticing you? What is enticing you? He said he lured him. Satan is, is it Satan is clever. He's like an anansi. He will lure you. He will make a web and lure you as a fly. And once you get into it, there's no coming back. But God will save you. Amen. I say God will save you. Amen. I say God will save you. Amen. Read it. Then she lured him mm-hmm. to sleep on her knees. On her knees. Very comfortable. Those of you that like taking comfortable positions. Those of you that want everything to be comfortable for you. Before. Comfortableness is most often an indication that you are not in the right place. Because, or you are not in the place of what? Growth. Because anything that must go through growth, in your season of growth, you are not comfortable. Me, I don't see coronavirus as a problem. I see it as a season of growth. Coronavirus has pushed me to pray more, to fast more, to engage with God more. Yes. You, what has coronavirus done for you? Made you more comfortable? Have you been lured? Continue. Then he lured him to sleep on her knees mm-hmm. and called for a man uh-huh. and had him shave off the... Somebody off. wants to take away what gives you life. Sister, that's why they want to disconnect you from the church. That is why a voice is speaking to you. Stop. You are not getting anything. A voice is speaking to you. Disconnect from God. You all, see, you can't see God, though, but you you can only fellowship and be part of God's people. It's, it's, it's through fellowship. So you cannot even disconnect yourself and say, I want to be alone. It's not done anywhere. It's not done anywhere. Are you hearing me? I'm praying for somebody. Amen. Whatever voice that is speaking to you negatively, may God intervene right now as I'm speaking. May that mindset be scattered in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus alive. Don't be a Samson of a Christian. Don't be what? A Samson of a Christian. Quickly, you can write these things down. What happened to Samson? Because of his love for strange things, and did not stay focused and did not get his mind together something full of potential anointed full of potential but something lost god's presence that's point number one the more you are disconnecting yourself from church the more you are taking things for granted you like time the time you like even coming for online service you are late you take things for granted very soon, the first thing that you are going to realize is going from your life is the loss of the presence of God. Something lost that. After he was, he was, he lost the presence of God. Number two, he lost his strength. He lost what? His strength. You will lose your spiritual strength. That strength that you are supposed to pray with, fast with. Read the Bible. Today you take the Bible, you sleep. Even you don't even remember the last time you read the Bible. You've lost spiritual strength. It happened to something. It can happen to you. If it is happening to you, may God give you grace. Amen. May God pull you back. Amen. Number three, something lost his sight. He could not see. And if you can't see, you have no hope. They plucked out his eyes. They took it out like that. Number four, he lost his freedom. See, when you think you, are, you have freedom to do everything, you end up in bondage. 
Satan will put you in rather in bondage. Satan will put you in bondage. Number five, he lost his position as judge. And in the end, the last one, he lost his life. This is the judgment that is written on the wall. If you don't change, this is what is going to happen. And I'm not the one that is telling the Bible is showing. The writing that is said you have been weighed, you have been numbered. This is what is going to happen. Sister, and it will happen. If you don't, you, if you want to be like something, it will happen. But God is giving you an escape route. God is giving you what? An escape route. So repent. And keep hope what? Alive. Stay focused. Get your minds together. As I bring my message to an end, I want you to know that you have to have patience in hope. Amen? You have to have what? Patience in hope. Patience in hope. Whatever is causing you to lose hope, is it the prosperity of the wicked? Don't fret. God is with you. Lift up your hands wherever you are right now. Come before God in sincerity. God, weigh my heart. Number me. If you have numbered my heart, my days or whatever, Lord, I pray for mercy. I pray that this shall not be my portion. Take not your Holy Spirit away from me. Don't take away your strength from me. If my eyes have been plucked out, the Bible says that, and something's hair began to grow again. God is a God of second chance. He's giving you a, a second chance today. Turn your mindset. This is a season where you should take online services very serious. It is church. It doesn't matter the laws they are making because from next week in UK here, we cannot even meet here as pastors anymore. That is not doesn't mean that you are going to go on a holiday. Pastor, that doesn't mean that you should now eat and eat and not fast and pray and prepare yourself. Ask God to help you. Ask God to help you. Amen. Wherever you are watching me from. Ask God to help you. Ask God to help you. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. 